This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers agents i guess i took a slightly different path coming to the agency i know a lot of agencies you can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market this is ai podcast are you ready i am let's go all right all right all right hello everybody and welcome to agency intelligence real agents in real agencies telling you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial intelligence that they try to tell you out there in the industry. Thank you very much for joining us. You know I love you. You're a loyal listener. You're better than everybody else. Why? Because you're a loyal listener. And today, I will not disappoint because this is the month of the mom. And we do this in honor of the mothers out there. And, and, you know, it was brought up by the person on here that she, I want her to elaborate even more that 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 encompasses men, too. Right. Because they 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 do feel that role. And so I'm really excited to bring somebody back, though. And here she is now. Now, see, I know you already know because you read it outside when you hit play. But let me you're like, who is this person? Maybe I've never heard her name. And let, let me give it to you. So she's a reigning advisory evolved blogging champion. Okay. If, if that, if that gives you, she's a, she's a national speaker. She's a huge proud mother and what she's accomplished in the house that she's built and the business that she's built. And I just want to bring to the stage and put her directly in your ear, Miss Erin Nutting. How are you? Hey, hey, I'm good. How are you doing? Working nine to five. So anyway, there it was. You said, Jason, you should start every podcast that way. There it was. I I needed it in my life. It's it's great. (laughs) Aaron, how are you doing this fine? I know it's, it's, uh, they don't know, but I do. It's early there in Arizona right now. You know what? It is early, but relatively speaking, seven o'clock in the morning is is not too terribly bad for me. So I will take it. And as I said in our little when we were chatting, getting ready, um, I've been getting over like this lingering cough for it seems like you know five years of my life. So I apologize for my voice in advance that I'm sounding a little sounding a little manly today. Yeah, no problem at all. And I apologize on my side because uh, we got a puppy. My wife bought this puppy. It's a Aussie poo is what they call it. It's an Australian oh. shepherd slash poodle. Oh. And it looks like an Australian shepherd. It's a very smart dog, but it's about 11 weeks old and it is upstairs yiping. So I told Aaron, I said, Aaron, before the show, I said, well, what am I going to do? I'm like, I got to hide this dog like somewhere in the house to where it's not going to be able. I have like a little studio downstairs. But it can't, it can't, you know, puppy voices penetrate the walls. And she said, Jason, for it being the month of the mom, like this is totally like great that there's a dog barking in the back. Yeah. And I don't know if there's anything, I couldn't have set it up much better other than a, a, a kid crying. Maybe that. <laughs> well, I, I don't have any of my children with me, but I would manage that if, if we did. So let's let, we'll let it <laughs> Come rock. Up. You hear stuff like this, like little cheese cracker packets. Uh, Mom, can I have this? (laughs) Yes. I don't know about you, but when I sit down on my couch every once in a while, it's pretty much guaranteed that I'm going to have a fruit snack wrapper somewhere (laughs) 
around me. <laughs> just yeah, how it goes. So true. That's true. So, so yeah, tell us about, uh, tell us about you, Aaron. Tell us about you. Take us back and bring us forward to uh, who you are now. Well, gosh, um, let's see. I First and foremost, since this is the month of the mom, of the mama, um, I'm a mommy of four. And I wish I could say that I'm a mommy of four, but even my youngest, who's four years old, doesn't call me mommy. Not sure when she ever did. But gosh, it's been, I've been a mom for almost 15 years. My oldest one is almost 15, which is like crazy to me. Wow. But I am in Tucson, Arizona, but I'm originally from Boston. And and of course, you and I have talked several times before, but family really just brought me to Tucson. And I ended up loving it, wanted to raise a family here. Um, I started in the insurance space when I was not even 20. So I've been kind of through the gauntlet. I started at State Farm. I ended up working my way over to Allstate, did some corporate stuff, mostly marketing as far as that was concerned. And then I started working for an independent insurance agency. Long story short, ended up deciding that I was tired of being loyal to a company and wanted to be loyal to my customers. And I opened Integrity Insurance back in 2014. So we're in year five. Wow. I man, I remember when you were just starting off and I mean working so much and you were such a you're such a powerful figure. And, and you loyal listeners who've who've met her in person, you know what I mean? That you just you 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 exude confidence that we knew right off the bat that hey, this is gonna be somebody and it's gonna be a force. And then as soon as you started talking and it was like wow, she sees it differently, comes from a power. And it's a real big weakness that we have, and we're gonna talk about it as an industry. And the fact that we are we're not we're not telling our story well enough to other people about how great the industry is, but we really don't tell the story of the power and the good of being a, a mother or being a woman. No, I do agree with you. Industry. In fact, Did I was just thinking about this this morning as I was uh, making some coffee. Because let's be honest, that's that's what happens in my mornings. Um, I was just thinking about that this morning, and that I feel like Come our industry. We, we went on a slow, a slow uh, plateau for quite some time where we didn't really have a ton of uh, – we're always growing, right? Our industry is always growing. But as far as females specifically in our space, mm-hmm. we had this huge blow up to where we had all of these females kind of coming out of the woodwork at one time and wanting to talk about what they've done and how um, incredibly challenging it was. Like, I don't know, uh, Claudia McLean, if you've ever heard her story, but being in a situation where she started her agency and she had to take her kids to the office with her and they had to do sleepovers at the office so that way she could work. You had all of these women who at one time were like, that's it, we're done, we're coming forward, we're going to talk about it. And I just thought it was so cool to be a part of that moment in our space. And I was just thinking this morning, I want there to be another moment like that so badly to where um, we have even younger female insurance agents, younger agency owners who uh, start speaking up and who are currently going through the same thing that most of us have already gone through. So that way, you know, we it's almost like, come on, come with me. Let's do this together. So I was just thinking about that when the last yes. time was that I actually heard a female um, or reach out to me and say like, hey, I'm in like month three of my independent uh, scratch agency. Those, those kinds of things. I really, I can't wait for that to happen again. 
Dude, because yes, because the challenges are the same, but the challenges are different, you know? So, so you, you, you're right that you, that other mother or that other woman reaching out to you, I mean, it just comes and, and, and you know, the good thing is, is it's, 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 uh, it's the way we are in society. There's always one better than the other. It's just the way that our brains work or something like that. But in different things, you know, I think that there's a lot of advantages to also being a woman in insurance. I think you would agree with that. I mean, I, I really do. I think there's actually probably more advantages sometimes than disadvantages. But, you know, I guess it depends on how you look at it. A hundred percent. And I, I feel like there's a lot of advantages for one main thing. And when I opened my agency, um, a lot of people who have read my story or anything, read anything about me know that I'm extremely proud that I started my agency from nothing, no policies, scratch agency out of my master bedroom. And as much as that's not like a, I joke around all the time that in starting a scratch agency is the furthest thing from sexy on the planet. That is just not you don't open a business and get a yacht. That's not what happens, right? <laughs> That's right. So I think there's a lot of like misconception that that actually, like misperception that that's actually what happens. Like you just, oh, hey, I'm starting a business. Awesome. You're successful. Here's a boat. That's no. So I'm extremely proud of starting from my master bedroom. And I think a lot of times, even myself looking back, one of my largest advantages that I didn't give myself enough credit for then that I really tried to now was the fact that I didn't have any money and being a parent and trying to, you know, I, I had, I want to say purchased a house not too long before that. It was a few years prior, like money, money was something that just was not fluid for me. Like it was not something that was just rolling in. So I want to say that I had a really grand reason as to why I started scratch. But the truth is, is I was just broke. So I'm extremely proud of that. And I feel like women in the insurance space need to be super proud of where they are now or where they've come from because women are just not to knock any men. Let's before everybody hangs up here, we're just extreme multitaskers in a different type of way, like doing auto quotes, opening fruit snacks, trying to get things taken care of. And for me, just to be clear, because I always try to like, you know, I have a lot of help in my life. And so just to be clear, I never actually had more than just my newborn who I was nine months pregnant when I opened Integrity. So I had her home with me for about four months. But other than that, I have a nanny. I have a lot of help. You know, I, um, I joke around all the time that, um, if it wasn't for my tribe, I wouldn't be successful. But I feel like women um, have an extreme advantage in that we're just so used to living that kind of crazy life anyway, that when we use that in the insurance space, we almost get to be a little bit mothering to our customers and to our book of business. That is a very interesting way of looking at that. I love that. And I've heard you talk a lot. I've read a lot of your stuff that you write. And I've never really, maybe just didn't read it the right way, but I've never seen you come from that position of that angle of multitasking, as you said, in a, just a different way. And, 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 and here, here, let me add to that. So there's, there's a book out there um, called Emotional Intelligence. It's actually, there's another one, Emotional Intelligence 2.0. And it's a book that I had read back and it was the basis of, Aaron, one of the things that I talk about, like I have this, not a whole presentation, but like 10, 15 minutes of a presentation about the power of the woman. And I talk about, and this will always blow people's minds, is that we will have more women presidents in the, um, in the next 200 years than we do men. 
And that's and that's not like maybe. That's a fact. And when you look at, I, I say this a lot. And seriously, the only people that get offended by this are men. Okay, and very few. But I've had some men you could tell, and usually they're the male stale and pale ones too. But anyways, just not. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to pop you out there, Grandpa. But anyway, so the, no, that's mean. I'm sorry. But anyways, <laughs> the 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 thing that that uh, I lost my train of thought now. What was it? It happens. I was talking. Huh? I said it happens. You were talking about this. Yeah. You were talking about the book Emotional Intelligence. Yes, emotional intelligence, and I and 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 what it has to do with is that you have a difference of back in the day, caveman days. I mean, the woman had to nurture the kid, and and she, because of you know body and the way that 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 happens. But the the other thing is that the man she needed the man for the protection, and she needed the man to get the food. I joke around mm-hmm. and say a lot. Now a woman can have a job and there's a grocery store right down the road. You know what I mean? Those things that were important are not important. And as women become more of an equal in the job and to the jobs, I mean, I really am really excited about some of this stuff. What it does is as our society is going to more of an emotional type of multitasking, sharing, caring, these are big time things that used to not be talked about in society or considered, but they are now. And those are, and those are huge women's strengths, but here's the thing. It's also huge men weaknesses. What do you say? I feel like, you know, and this has kind of been in my brain as I'm hearing you, I'm like, holy smokes, like he's, I have to read that by the way, because I have never even heard of that book. I need to read it. I, I love, I, lo- I live for that kind of stuff. I think, <laughs> I don't know if it's more of a men, I mean, if also, have you heard of Uber Eats? Can we just be honest for a second? That, there you go. That thing has changed my life. So as far as the grocery store is concerned, let's even up the ante a smidge and talk about Uber Eats. <laughs> but- What's funny is that for as far as men is, are concerned, my my kid's dad is like um, he's he's very much so in that multitasking role as well. So he he does a very good job totally. taking care of uh, you know multiple things at one time and doing. So I've seen I've seen strengths on both sides, but here's the, here's the. I don't want to say problem, but the problem is, is that for a long time, and this is just the professional world, this isn't necessarily geared towards females, but it is more prominent in females because I think the world tells us that we need to have, whether it's mom guilt or whether it's business guilt or whether it's business owner guilt, boss guilt, whatever, tells us that we need to be feeling something that is really not our business to even be listening to them why they think we should feel that way. So I don't know um, if you don't follow me on Instagram or, I mean, it's my Instagram is extremely raw and real. And I try to keep it as up in your face as possible, just because I feel like there's a void in the social media space to where women specifically Uh are afraid to live ahead of the social media curtain. Like you have to post these adorable pictures of your family. You have to pick like, and I mean, and don't get me wrong. My kids are adorable and I love posting pictures of them, but I also love posting pictures (laughs) of when they're throwing like things on the floor or when Samantha made me watch the frozen two trailer 287 times. It's, it's all about like real life. But there was a post that I made not too long ago. I want to say it was about a year ago. And it was all about how I was never honest about me being a mother. And not to say that I ever hid my kids, but I hid them truthfully. 
I hid the honest and I hid the raw because all I wanted to do was feature how great my family was. And just to be like, you had no idea what you were getting in this podcast today, but my, my whole life has basically changed in the last year to where I just decided that I'm not doing that anymore. I'm so tired of living false, like falsely behind this social media curtain. And I'm very private as it is in my personal life, but my youngest, Samantha, who's going to impact the world, mark me now, or mark that down now, but she was super sick. And in the past, what I would do is I would work, I would take care of her, I would not go to my office, I would stay home, and I would hide it. So if I had a customer calling in, it would be, yeah, no problem, let me take care of that for you right away, Like, let me get that over to you, let me delegate it to my one of my producers, whatever. Um, but I never was, I would never turn my out of office on. I would never just say, you know what, I'm actually home with a sick munchkin today, this is totally fine, would it be okay if I got back to you tomorrow? I felt like I was going to get shunned mm. from the professional world mm. for being a mom. And I think that that, for me, it was a life, it was a game changer for me in the last year. Because I felt, I feel like the professional world, specifically our insurance space, tells us that if we're not taking time to do what we need at home, then it's going to impact us negatively in the professional world. And I just think that is the, it's so completely wrong. And up until the last year, I really just fed into that. And now I just believe in 100% transparency and being honest with your clients and the people that you're working with, because I think it's going to make you look more like a badass if you can manage all these things at one time and be semi-successful at them. Wow. Wow. That was about two minutes. That was about two minutes of really powerful stuff right there. There is that was a lot. There's a lot. There. That was a lot. No, 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 no. It, it kind of well, you could say that, but it was very um, or you know, a rant. I think whatever. <laughs> what you just said there was huge. That there's way more people that relate to you than don't. And what I would say is, twenty, thirty years ago, it would be completely opposite. And they would say, no, that's the way that it is. And I think that that's, once again, that's the way our society is going. And we can see it progressively moving. And it's moving very, very fast. And once again, never really heard you put it that way. And I have to admit, I mean, you and I have probably only seen each other like two or three times over the last year. And there, we didn't have much of conversations because we were so busy. So, I mean, I'm really getting a lot of this from you as well for the first time. And uh, you sound good, Aaron. Yeah. You sound good. You know, it has been the craziest. I mean, owning an agency, right? I mean, we we all do it. Anyone who's listening to this does it more than likely. It's just, um, man, it is so cyclical, and it is like not only cyclical on your um, on your agency and your your commissions and all that stuff, but it's cyclical on your life. And I think a lot of people don't like to talk about the ugly when it comes to owning a business. I didn't want to talk about the ugly either until probably the last year. And when you travel and you're doing, you know, the speaking things and you're doing all of that and you're trying to do some behind the scenes thing, it's really easy to just get caught up in the, whoa, look how great all this is, you know? But when it comes down to it and you're you're in your space and you're sitting at your desk, which is like my happy place. When you're sitting there and it's like, what is really important? What's what is what's going to make me money? What is going to make me happy? And then, does the rest of the crap really matter? And so, I think females specifically, and I really thought about this before getting on yeah, this today. Yeah, I think it's just time for us to stop pretending that everything is okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's 
it's, it's okay to have, it's okay to have ugly. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny. And I usually, I really don't actually talk about this very, very, I I don't talk about it at all, but, um, I went through a divorce in the last year of my life. And that was something that was like very behind the social media curtain and things are, things are really great. And everyone looks at me and they're like, oh my goodness, like, is, is everything okay? I'm so, I'm like, no, actually like, it's super great. We're really great friends. Like we're really great. And we just were super young. And I think that's a lot of times what happens with the agency is that everyone wants like a reason that something happened, right? They want like, well, why, why did you lose this client? Or why did you do this? Well, sometimes you just have to trust the timing of your life and the timing of your life sometimes is just not sexy. Sometimes it's it's real. And so um, I really just, as I'm moving forward, especially doing speaking engagements now to where it's more female-based, I really am just trying to focus on that if you are a female in any business, but specifically to me, just because this is the most what I can relate to in the insurance space, is if you are a female, I really would encourage you to just be okay with the ugly of what's happening and just trust the timing that it's not always going to be that way because it's not. I mean, that goes for anybody, even, even men, you know? Right. Wow. Yeah, that, that is. And, and I like how real you are because, uh, you know, it's okay to not to admit that it's not okay. And I think that's huge. Yeah. And, and, you know, what's, uh, I think it's uh, computer science out of, I was watching this thing on 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 some show, um, sixty minutes or something like that. That's an old show, but I love sixty minutes. I'm sorry, I, I really watch it. It's, <laughs> it's good stuff. And so, and and they were talking about this guy that has this computer science, and and they're and of all the computer scientists that graduated from college last year, less than I think it was like sixty nine or seventy. It's like sixty eight. Were were girls? Wow! And the, yeah, and this guy um, who is like this—he's—he's he's, uh, a VC guy. He sold his company in two thousand five. You know, one of those guys that's going around just trying to make change. Like his whole thing is—is is he's built these schools for these girls, and 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 that's what it's for—is to teach these girls. And so now, like, they're estimating, like, in about five years, that they're going to have like three thousand girls graduating with computer science degrees. Wow. And they're talking about if you walk into Facebook and you walk around Google, there's no girls, there's no ladies, there's no women in there. You know what I mean? It's all men and they're, and they're wanting to change that. And I really, why I say that and I bring this up is because you give me that feeling. You give me that feeling of what that gentleman, I can't remember his name, is doing. You give me that feeling of, I think that this is so real that sometimes, and I say this a little, sounds a little bit crazy, but you almost have an obligation to help those out there like he did. And, and, and the reason why is because he was raised by a single woman and he saw the power of how, how great women are. And I'm that way. I'm that way. I was raised by a single woman, three kids. My dad left my mom out of nowhere. I mean, she had never worked in her life. She was 34 years old. I mean, totally stranded us. And so I mean, my mom got on welfare. She she put herself through uh, RN school, got herself a four year degree, got wow. off of welfare. She used it what it was for. Powerful woman. So 
It, it means a lot to me and it means a lot. And I think there becomes an obligation for someone like you to say, you know what, I've got a place, I've got a safe haven, I've got a place here where we can be real right? We can talk about those things. And, and, and I think that there's, uh, there's potential there. I think there's potential even for a podcast, Aaron. Now, once again, you have a million things going on. I'm I was going to say, I'm Oh boy, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it is, it's a very good thing though. I really, really like it. I, I, I really think how real you are is very real to me. Thank you. And not only that, it's very real. This is a weird angle. It's not so much real in my life because I get to just operate and my kids get taken care of by my wife, but it gets real to look at her life. Yeah. Right? It allows me to listen to you and think of her. And that starts to give me some perspective on some things. Well, and we, so you're helping everybody with these stories. Well, and we promised we promised the men some things. So I feel like that's like Go a ahead. Perfect, Hit it up. That's true. That's like a perfect segue. But I feel like, okay, let's let's say male insurance agency owners, right? Like I, I also am in a place right now where I'm like starting to like assess what's happening in our space with, with females versus, you know, I'm, I'm in that like research phase to see how we can make some changes and do some things differently. And I find that there are a lot of females in our space who are already doing it. So I would just say, if you're like looking for somebody to like find a mentor or whatever, I'm not for everyone by any means, but just kind of pay attention and don't let like the shiny, just like however many likes someone gets on Facebook is not a good indicator as to whether or not they're actually going to be a good mentor. Okay. Like I'm, I say that, I say that so boldly because I want to make sure people know that, um, if someone puts something out there and just because they're popular or just because it doesn't mean that they've actually, what's that quote? Like stop taking, stop taking building quotes from somebody who hasn't actually built something, something like that. Stop taking building advice from someone who hasn't built something, whatever. Just pay attention, start looking elsewhere and start looking at what's important to you. If what's important to you is to grow your book of business, then find somebody who has done an amazing job doing that. If your goal is to become a public speaker, find someone who's done a good job doing that. It's it's kind of it, find a mentor. Mentors can be anywhere. They don't even need to be people. They can be books. I mean, basically Rachel Hollis and I are like best friends now. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> but we're besties. So she's incredible and I've never met the woman. I cannot wait to hope like that's that's on my list to to meet her someday. But where I was going with that is the that's men cool the men who actually are owning these agencies and who do have wives at home or the men who are those single dads who are doing exactly what a mom role is. There's no gender barrier as to the job that needs to be done to, to incorporate your kids, your family, and your business. But if you are somebody who is a male who owns an agency and you do have a wife who is, or a partner who is basically caretaker all the time or taking care of you, because let's be honest, like, that most of the time happens too in this type of space where we are running these businesses. It is so important to remember that she too is an entrepreneur. Her business just looks differently. Her business is trying to figure out like what she's going to do on a daily basis with these kids, especially if they're under five and like pray for those women because they don't have school. They don't. My sister has three kids under the age of five. And let me just tell you, she deserves way more acknowledgement and awards than I ever could get. Wow. I bet. It's just crazy. She's trying to, this is total segue. She's trying to paint her kitchen because she's just an extreme go-getter, but she has three kids under five at home with her. 
I'm like, how, yeah. <laughs> how, how does, how does that happen? So, so anyway, so I think for, I think for a male, it's, there's no gender, there's no gender barrier as to, they can do everything that women can do. And I'm not like an extreme feminist to where I'm like, no, they can't. They can. It's just a matter of um, kind of thinking differently and thinking thinking like a more nurturing soul, thinking more uh, more about empathy. So serving your wife, serving your kids, serving your business with empathy. And I think maybe that is the the fundamental difference between like a male agency owner and a female agency owner. Empathy. That's a very good point. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Do you know what you just said? I mean, this is this is funny when you said it because it's funny because I'm thinking once again of society and where we're going. You just said a man can do everything a woman can do. They really can. Yeah. And, and up to now, <laughs> it's always been a woman can always, can really do everything a man can. They really can. But you just flipped that, and yeah, <laughs> that's well, amazing. I mean- that's amazing. Well, I think I think too. It's like easy to get on like the hashtag boss bag bandwagon, boss babe bandwagon. Like you know what I mean. I think, and I don't want to be about that. Like there's right. there's no there's no reason to do that. I just think that it's females are like we're like a trend in the insurance space, right? Like we're not going to always be the topic of conversation. Like automation is going to come up. Um, websites is going to come up. Like there's always going to be yeah. new topics. It's just I think it's females have never felt empowered in a space before. And in the past five years, maybe, maybe like a little bit shorter than that, we've really just come so far as far as actually having females who want to talk about it. Cause we've always been there. I mean, like I said, Claudia McLean, I don't even know how long she's owned her agency. It's just been a lifetime. But if you ever talk to that woman, she will tell you that when she started, it was like the good old boys club. And I wrote an article. This this is actually what kind of put me like on the speaker circuit and made me start blogging. I wrote a, an article called How Women Are Changing the Game in the Insurance Space. And it's on my website. People can read it. I, I It's probably my most proud piece that I've ever written because it has nothing to do with me at all. It has to do with all of these game-changing women who up until then really weren't even spoken about. So um, I just, it's just an incredible time. And I think it's a, it's a cool time for women. It's a cool time for men and the industry is just. That, like and it shifting. has to, because this is the old male stale and pale um, industry. And it is, and it's not so much just being a woman or being of a different ethnic group. It's just being anybody other than um, some of those who, I was saying something to a bunch of agents the other day. Um, uh, veteran agents. I said, there's no one that we should respect more in the industry than you veteran insurance mm-hmm. agents. And they said, Jason, I've listened to some of your podcasts. I'm surprised for you to hear that. I say that. I said, well, then you've missed the point. Yeah. You've laid this beautiful road for us. 
you've allowed us to be able to walk into a business and within three years be making some serious cash. You know, you've allowed us to create these businesses from the ground up out of our master bedroom or for me out of the basement of my home that that you've allowed us to have that you've put this in. Now it's time for us to take it further and we need you to kind of just stay with the, the wisdom here. But at the same time, it's very controlling also on that. And I'm going to point out something, and this is me talking, but this is something that I I really has bothered me for a long time, and I won't go on. The big I, the big I has a, a task force, and it's called the big I diversity task force. And what always made me mad about that, it was always the big eye diversity task force. Everything else had a committee. There was the education committee. There was the young agents committee. There was the trusted choice committee. There was the legislative committee. There was all these other things. But when it came to diversity, it was always a task force. I have railed against this for many years. I have to give props to where props is needed because I rail against the big eye a lot as well. You loyal listeners know that. But I'm going to give props where props is due because just the other day I happened to be on the Big Eyes website. I was doing some stuff for Agents Council Technology, looking at some of their stuff, which is a great, which is a good part of Big Eye. And they named it the Diversity Council. I give you kudos, Big Eye, for finally changing that after years. Oh my gosh, it was probably 10 years to actually giving that its own thing. And I actually like it. I think it's more proud to call them a council rather than a committee. So good kudos to you. Sorry about that. It kind of fit into where we were talking about the industry there, Aaron, for a minute. Didn't no, it? that's, that's fantastic. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's really cool. That's it really, really is cool. because it's something I have railed against. Even when I was the young agent chairman, I would say like, why are they still a task force? Like, like we started them as a task force back in 05 or something. Like, why is everybody else? And then, and it just like, you know, once again, that's one of the reasons why my story, they don't like if you don't agree with them. But you know what? It's other people hearing that message and finally becoming in leadership and changing that. Once again, kudos to you, big guy. I'm proud of you. You're making steps. You're really doing good. One of these days you're going to be there. So Aaron, here's wrapping it up with some of this stuff. I, um, I know you've got a lot of stuff going on. This in this yeah. this this industry has a lot of stuff going on. I've said for a long time that well, not for a long time. Said for the last year that the industry has moved faster and 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 farther in the last three years than it has, in my opinion, probably the last fifteen. And I've been in the business for eighteen years, so I can legitimately say that. What what say you in this in this in this changing environment that we have right now in the industry? What say you? I. I'm all, I mean, I'm all about it, obviously, because I love new tech. I love new ways of thinking. I think it is so cool when an industry just can kind of like admit that they need to keep up. Um, I will say, I will tell you this though. I do a lot in like the real estate space and like the lending space and all of that. I'm going to be very bold here and, and maybe a little blind, but I feel like the insurance space, we just have it compared to like yeah. a lot of our Mom. other financial spaces that I've done business with. I feel like our industry has just catapulted. I mean, like video quotes, right. like, I'm what? Totally, you're like right. people, I say that to somebody and they just look at me like I'm a crazy person. So, but now it's like, if you're not doing video quotes in the insurance space, you're behind the curve. That's right. That's, I mean, 
right? Like live chat features, live chat features, all kinds of these things. Like that is now the new industry standard. And if you're not doing that, then you you best need to keep up, basically. So it's funny to me because when I first started, the idea of like having an app or like the idea of I, I actually I to be very upfront, I I don't have an agency app, but at that time I remember going through something in my first year being like, Oh my gosh, I need this because I had really bad shiny object syndrome, which I talk about all the time and when I write. But stay away from stay away from the shiny objects unless they fit your agency. That's that's my biggest that's my biggest uh tip about that. But um but I think it's amazing to me because when I do, we as an insurance agent, we as an insurance community have so much opportunity to bring value to people that actually will bring us business that I think it's been incredible to see the change in our space, specifically the last three years. Yeah. If you're, if you're not doing some of these fundamental things in the agency, then you're behind the curve, which is crazy to me. Crazy. I mean, I, I'm I'm kidding you not. I was in um, one of those Facebook groups just this morning, and there was a guy who was contemplating. First question was, does he really need docu- eDocs? Because he was talking about DocuSign. Does he really need that? And out of them, he's trying to find the least expensive one, and they're just all ridiculously overpriced. And I'm thinking to myself, you said it earlier, Aaron. And Jim Rohn said it a little differently. He said, never take advice from someone who has a smaller W-2 than you. Mm -hmm. And so that encompasses everything. Yeah, that's a little tough. But I tell you, 80, 90% of the time, that's right on, you know? And sometimes Uh I think, uh, I don't want to go off on that, but that's sometimes those, 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 those open Facebook groups, sometimes that we're, we start passing poison and and, and it scares me because like, I start hearing some of the things that they're like, oh yeah, this is a great idea. And I'm sitting there, there's new young agents listening and reading these posts and I'm going, oh my gosh, do not do that. That is terrible. But anyways, no one, no one's perfect because overall it's, it's a very good thing for it to happen. It is. But, but. It really, truly is. But I just, um, those, those things are very, very, the the industry is just changing so fast. It's absolutely freaking ridiculous. It really is. And you said something as well. When we think of that, we think of technology, but you even pointed it out. Mm -hmm. It's different ways of thinking, you know, it's different ways of thinking. I was at my chamber and I, we were on the business on spotlight this last month. And, and so I had to go speak. And one of the things that I said is, is we believe, and I'm not one of those people that gets up there and goes, well, we have the best rates and you know, we have a bunch of, no, I'm like, here's what, here's who we are. We believe in our carriers. And I explained that. I said, we, I believe in our, we believe in our, uh, in our employees. And I said that, and I believe in our community. And I said a little thing and I said, most of all, we believe in our clients. And, you know, and if you're one of those people who believes those same type of things, you may be a good fit for us. But what blew people away and they always came up to me at the end and talked the main thing was when I talked about our employees, I said how we have unlimited vacation and unlimited personal days off. And everybody would come up to me and say, are you really serious? You have that? I would say, yeah, we do. I mean, my my staff's here. You can go ask them right over there. And they would say, yeah, but you probably don't pay them, do you? I said, no, we, we pay them. We, we pay him for that as well. Yeah. It's different thinking. You know what I mean? It's a different way of thinking. And that is some of the exciting change, you know? I didn't know you did that. And I love that. And I, I love that for, for a different reason. And I talk about all the time, like the biggest shiny object is Facebook. That's, I mean, that is like the biggest shiny object you can have. And even I I sometimes fall 
fall like victim to that. But I see all the time like agents and I'm this this is a I never knock anyone ever like in the space. I don't like to do it. Everybody's agency is 100% different. I am going to throw this out there. If you are still worried about your your staff playing on their cell phones or talking on their cell phones during business hours, come on, bro. Get get it together. Get it together. Start adapting the Jason Cass mind frame of unlimited days off and unlimited vacation time because that is treating your staff like a human. And I think when you treat them like humans, you then get them in their purest form, which is wanting to make your agency successful. And I just, it's it's crazy to me how, um, it's, maybe this is more of like the empathy, the female thing. I don't know, the nurturing thing. Maybe not because you're doing it too. I feel like we're spending too much time worrying about the minutia in a day-to-day instead of worrying about like the overall, I'm going to say culture of your business. And I don't mean just like your staff. I mean like the culture of how you run your demographic, how you like output, input, things like that. If you're more worried about like, if you're paying attention to how often your staff is on your cell phone, maybe we need to reassess your time blocking. I'm not sure. Maybe that was bold. You might lose a listener or two. I apologize. No, and that and, and that's what they all like, and that's okay if I lose a listener or two because we just <laughs> you can give seven, them my email. They can complain more. to me. It's fine. Well, you know, and what you're right is 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 here's also the other thing about that is that you have to give if you have the right person in the right job and they're a job owner and not a job renter. Then they understand the importance of their position, and if they're on the phone, you can probably trust that they're probably on there for a reason they need to be, whether that's business or maybe personal, but it's important personal. Now, if you notice that this person is a job renter, that might be a person that you may want to just make sure the standards are set. You know, and that's what never gets set. Now, when it comes back to the unlimited vacation and the unlimited paid time off, what's so funny about it is is that 40 or 50 years from now, we'll uh, all start going back to where we have time off and and we'll all eventually have unlimited because it's just the way the brain gets used to things. And then when you change it, it makes the brain look at it in a different way. The thing about unlimited is, is that you, your staff actually takes less vacation. That's what people understand. So if you give somebody four weeks off, they will take every day because there's a principle that says that we will work twice as hard to keep what we have rather than work half as hard to get twice as much as we have. Right? So it's a, it's, a, it's a thing that we have inside us. It's tribal that we're playing to that says when you get 10 personal days in four weeks vacation, well, you gave it to me. I'm going to take every bit of it. But if I say to you, you have unlimited personal days and you have unlimited vacation and it's going to be paid, it's not theirs. So what they think to themselves is, is I'm still going to take it. And you know, the other thing that really makes me mad, and I tell my staff this all the time, they don't do it anymore, but it pissed me off. And when, since we've made this rule, don't tell me that you need to go on vacation. Don't, don't ask me that right. you need to go, tell me, uh, hey, do you care if I take off in uh, July 5th? There's a, there's a, there's a calendar. Everybody has to put their stuff on there. If there's nothing there, yeah, you can have it. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to ask me that you're a job owner, right? You don't have to ask me to pay the rent because you're a job owner. You just pay the rent because that's what you do. That's your job. Right. And so getting them to understand that even, and I have to tell you, I mean, Anybody wants to call me, 618-532-2277. Ask anybody who answers, 532-2277. Ask them. No one takes more than two weeks off. 
and they and right. they absolutely can. Today, I tried to get Sarah to, to leave early, and she will not leave. And I finally told her. She said, "Well, why don't you let me do this and this so I can just finish today, and then I'll do this and this." And I said, "Why don't you do what I recommended and leave at three because the sun is calling your name, and you leaving an hour and a half early is not going to change your workflow, you know?" But it's getting because. They really do. They like what they do. And I'm not perfect. Oh my God. No, I'm very far from perfect. But I listen to people who are smarter than me, like Billy Williams. I listen to people who are compensation experts like Tom, um, Tom, um, Tom Baker. I listen to people who, who have built two, three, five, ten, fifteen million dollar agency agencies. I listen to people like Matt, um, Matt Naomi and Zach Gold, who have won numerous years in a row, best place to work in Massachusetts. I listen to people like that and I spend my money going to a events to listen to people like that so I can have dinner with them and I can have a Jack and Coke with them and I can ask them and get these little bitty tidbits and then come back and start placing them into my business, you know? Um, and that's, that's what we do. That's what we do, right? That's what we do. Yes. I, I think I need to do the last, the last year of my agency growth and, um, person, personal life and all that stuff. Um, I have, I need to work on that myself. So you, you need to keep up not only with, uh, your, like your growth and how, what you want to do in order to get like your next big step, you know? Um, but I need to open my brain again because there are things like culture and there are things like, um, staffing and I'm very new to that space. I mean, I'm, I'm only in year five. So producers are very new for me in my agency and I'm still learning how to be a boss. I'm still learning how to, um, do certain things that I, I mean, I just, I'm just not great at yet. I, I say this all the time. When I first came in, I was an excellent agent, but I sucked as a business owner. So you have to like learn as you learn as you go. And I need to, I need to do that too. And I feel like a lot of these conferences, they're wonderful and, uh, and masterminds are wonderful, but the hard work goes in to the stuff that you don't see publicly, the stuff that, um, where you're learning from the people who truly, like genuinely are implementing the work on a day-to-day basis. And those are the people that I like to pay attention to. So I agree with you. I, I a hundred percent think that if you implement like your staff being free, if you will, your staff, like having that free feeling, I think overall they're, they're just going to want to work for you. That's right. I know. I agree. I agree. And they become job owners. And that's what we want. I'd say that all the time to my staff, like you have to be an owner. You don't have a choice. Like you're either going to own your job or you're not going to be at that job. And it's not being rude. It's just the way that it is. And empathy. It's so funny. I was listening to this thing this morning with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. He gets on my nerves, but I like when I get new videos of him because I see a lot of the same stuff. But right now he's talking about emotional intelligence. And by the way, it is emotional intelligence uh, 2.0. And there's a bunch out there that are that are pretty cool. But that was a really good one. But anyways, um, I do want to throw out there real quick because I forgot to put this out there. AI Brainshare. If you go to AIbrainshare.com, AIbrainshare.com, you're going to see the beautiful place that we're going to on September 30th, October 2nd. Now here's oh, the deal. I saw that. Yeah, but but I'm as the loyal listeners, I'm telling them what the, what you probably already know, Aaron, is that it is <laughs> sold out. So we're actually recording this in May because uh, I have to do all these month of uh, the month of the mom because Sarah, my um, my right hand full time person here at AI, she is actually 
on maternity leave as this is being touched. She goes April 15th um, until June 15th. So I have to like do all these podcasts, Aaron, real quick. That's why we're doing this so early. So she can get them produced and get them lined out. Ironically enough, the month of the mom, she's a, she's a jewel for us. But anyways, this is sold out and it's been sold out since when I record this since March, but here's what I've done. I am going to hold open 10 seats and these 10 seats. Um, and I, and I've negotiated this with the hotel. If you go to AI brain share, you're not going to be able to see that it says register, but what it's going to say is request a rate list. If you click on that and you put your information in, I am personally going to call you and interview you to make sure that you're going to be a fit for this. This is remember, this was an invite only event for a certain reason, a certain couple reasons. So I need to make sure that you're going to be a fit for the event. So if you go to AIbrainshare.com and you put on request wait list, you can see that this is going to be an event like no other. Um, Brainshare always is, but this is the first year it's in invite only. I'm doing invite only because I have to control the people who are in the room because there's going to be some unveiling of neon and the great separator and things that where you will finally see where transformation has come to the insurance industry. But we can't do it on a, on a, on a uh, go to meeting or on a zoom call because we can't trust that there wouldn't be somebody who would be recording it. Um, so we've decided to unveil it at Brainshare, and that's why I have to control the room, and that's why it was invite only. But I've opened it up for 10 spots, just those 10 spots. I'm not even going to say I'm going to fill those 10 spots if I don't get quality people. So please go to AIbrainshare.com, scroll down, and then right where you see the price and stuff, just hit request, waste, uh, request waiting list. It'll come to my team. They'll send it to me, and I'm calling you. All right? Sorry. Sorry to, inter- to interrupt there, Aaron, but no, I, I was supposed to say that, that at the beginning. My- no, my one of my very best friends, Alicia Kavanaugh, she's in Washington. Yep. If that were me telling her that, how she would an- how she would say all that at the end is, "Yes, girl, that was so much, Jason. Yeah. So exciting." <laughs> yeah, I know there is, and actually, Alicia Kavanaugh, ironically enough, is somebody that I personally um, invited, and um, I did not really know much about her. I knew a little bit about her at Innovation. She really impressed me when I saw her, and then Josh Lipstone who is going to Brainshare, he knows that I've been looking for women. Um, when we first opened it up, we literally sold out 90% of it very fast. And all of them, three people that signed up were women. And so I said, I said, hold wow. up, hold up. And so now since then, I went after some very powerful business women and they have pretty much all accepted. So I think now we're up to like 15 or 16. So. Oh, that yeah. makes me sick. She is, she is amazing. Incredible. I mean that that woman. The last year of my life, I can't. I can't even. I'll get emotional if I talk about okay. her. So I'm not going to. But she's. If if you if for other loyal women out there, listeners, etc., even males, if you if you're not following this chick, you need to. Alicia Kavanaugh. She has. She's incredible. She's actually. I think she just recently accepted a board position with Safeco. So she's doing some new cool things um, in our yeah, space she, too. She really, she, she, she's pretty electric. She's one of those people that you're around for about a minute, minute and a half and you're like, okay, wow. She comes with a different vibe. Kind of like you, <laughs> seriously. It's as if it's the very same thing. It's very, a lot of confidence, a lot of, hey, I may not know what I need, but I'm going to actually work it and I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to fake it until I make it type thing, you know? And that's what we all do. And, and that's the, that's the truth. And then there comes this one day where you don't have to fake it anymore. You just like, you, it's not that you've made it. You just kind of really don't give a shit anymore. You don't hide behind the social media curtain as you say. Yeah, I definitely haven't, definitely haven't made it no. yet. I don't know if that'll ever happen in my lifetime, but I definitely want to, uh, 
I love learning and I just, I think it's really cool. And I love following a lot of the women in our space and how wonderful they've been and open armed they were when I first came in. And I just, yeah, I would, I would just challenge other female business owners out there to just really, um, focus on being okay with it, not being okay. And then when that way, when you do have something that happens, that's amazing in your life, whether it's your kids sleeping through the night or whether it's, you know, making it through a full day, writing a huge, a lot of business, whatever, that way, the actual moments of celebration become true moments that's of right. celebration because you're not faking it. You're just living ahead of the social media curtain. And it's just, once, once you do it, it's just, it's so incredible. And I'll tell you another person as well. She's becoming very big on uh, LinkedIn is Olivia Schmidt. She actually did a podcast with me back in, uh, I think it was January or February. She did a podcast and she is a very electric person, works for a very good size agency in Iowa, and she heads up their small business division. And the way she looks at the world is very unique. And um, and I've really started to follow her. And she's started to do a lot of video on, on LinkedIn. And I've noticed she's really getting a lot of likes, a lot of follows, a lot of comments. And, it, and it's quality stuff. You know, it's it's people like, hey, I never thought of that, Olivia. And, and she's just got a very pure voice. And uh, I just got word that she has accepted the invitation um, to cut an AI brain share. So I am, I'm, I'm like stoked because we didn't hardly have any women and now we have a lot of women. We need more, but they're very powerful women. And that's, and that's what we like. And that's I, I so like, exciting. You know, I like that's, that. you know, I honestly, I saw her name pop up a couple of times. I am self admittedly horrible at LinkedIn. That's people are like, Oh my God, but no, seriously, I'm terrible. At LinkedIn. I know. I'm learning. Um, I saw her a few times and I kept in my brain, I always do this like little thing where I'm like, Ooh, I need to watch her. Ooh, I, I'm going to learn something from that yeah. one. And she was one of those yeah. that recently, just like in the last two weeks that popped up in my recommendations. Yeah, no, she, she's, she's really cool. She's very down to earth too. I really like her a lot. I really like her, but Hey, I'm going to wrap this up. You've got life. I've got life to do. This has been fantastic, Aaron. I really, really greatly appreciate it. And if anybody wants to find you, where can they find you at? Um, I think the best way to connect with me, truthfully, I mean, social media is always huge for me. Uh, you can find me on there. But if you look at Aaron underscore nutting on Instagram, you'll be able to get through all my other social media platforms. Of course, you can always email me at Aaron at integrityinsure.com. I'm terrible on the phone, so don't. I'm not even going to give you my phone number, but email me, Aaron underscore Nutting on Instagram or pretty much any social media channel you can get me. Integrityinsure.com. I went to your website while you were talking. I'm calling Chris. This is bullshit. This is way better looking than mine, and oh, mine are gangster. awesome. It's and and Chris is Chris is just he's gangster, you know. If you guys don't know, go go find it. Chris Langill Advisory Vault. Quit talking about what website company do I need? There's only one website company in the insurance industry that knows what he's doing and is real true. Just right. quit it. Stop it with this other stuff. People will be like, "Oh, well, you ought to go here, go there," and I, I just can't do it anymore because I get in trouble um, by the administrators of these things. But I'm just like, shut up and go talk to Chris. Yeah, just. I mean, stop. enough is enough. Stop. Stop yeah. it. Just go. I mean, if there's a fire, you call the fire department. You don't call the, you know, somebody else. This is what you do. All right. Aaron, I greatly appreciate you. Um, thank you very much for being who you You're are. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks, Brian. And I hope that you as loyal listeners have liked um, this as we continue the month of the mom. 
Um, because once again, let's be honest, they say that nothing happens until the sale happens, right? And I say, because I believe in prospecting, that nothing happens until you find somebody to sell to. But let's take it one step further with the month of the mom and say, without women, none of us would be here. Thank you very much for being a loyal listener. This is Real Agents and Real Agencies, giving real agency intelligence and not the artificial intelligence you're told out there. This has been Jason Cass, and I'm out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is. To, to fix a problem, the first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.